Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's trying to leave the crib, you know what I'm saying? But the grandparents won't take the kids. You did? No babysitters. Okay. I understand you on the edge right now. This one's for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just vibing today, Saturday. <laughs> the little, the little obscure sounds that they used to use back in the '70s, man. This is a long intro too. I was really hoping that they would just come in. No, they don't. But they don't. These songs used to be like seven minutes. Yeah, this song is six minutes. Yeah, see, thirty-six seconds. No it's like a jungle sometimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like I was saying. Keep your head up in these times. You know what I'm saying? Everything gonna be alright. They they extended Dallas uh, County's. Uh, don't remind me. They extended it to what though? Like May twentieth. May twentieth. Y'all stay yeah. y'all asses in the house. Yeah, I'm in here. I'm out here. Everywhere people pissing on the stage, you know they just don't care. They just don't care, dog. Smell, can't take. Okay, niggas used to bar these niggas up back in the day, bro. No, they did. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) they did. They did. It was. It wasn't like all intricate. They were straight with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't bars per se. They just be like, they would literally rhyme. Yeah, but they would. They was these motherfuckers will slap the shit out of you though. Yeah, for sure. In a blouse. Yeah. I personally think it was the energy. I think they was giving so much energy. Yeah. To, to yeah, yeah. Everywhere. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They yeah. were so in your face with that shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Put uh, the Adidas tracksuit on. Yeah. Episode 90 of the Step Brothers podcast. We're wow. we're back uh, again, risking our lives to serve the people <laughs> as as usual. You know what I'm saying? We could record remotely too, but oh, man. um, but we're risking our lives today. Dog. Chris is just technologically. Yeah, challenge, so. uh, it's your boy Chris. You know what I'm saying? No, AKA today got some special, special. <clears throat> we got we got news and special guests today. Okay, uh, Dalton, what's up though? Oh, you know it's me, behind the behind already. Uh, sad Cam Newton fan right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it's okay, 
Uh, going back Quarantine Daddy. Quarantine Daddy. Uh, almost Married. Almost That's Married. Me, yeah. you know Drop a saying? bomb for yourself, man. Oh, my goodness. Should I, well, we're hoping the wedding still happens, but. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. They keep canceling everything month by month. <laughs> we we I told her we might live stream that bitch if it comes to it. <laughs> That'd be fire, though. I'll she, be doesn't, she doesn't like the idea. She wants people there. I know. Y'all going to push that wedding back until y'all can have the wedding. Shit. For sure. The only reason that we're having a wedding is because she wanted one. I would I would have been married already. Well, you know. We could have went to the courthouse and been like, hey, what's up? But she don't want it. Queen Tings. Okay, we got a special <laughs> guest today. Um a young, a young, a young aspiring artist. Not aspiring. Well, you're aspiring, right? I can say that. Let's let's say inspiring. Like inspiring. I'm inspiring okay, people. okay. A no, young just, inspiring <laughs> rapper by the name of uh Willow. Yes, sir. Yes, um sir. He just randomly tweeted, "Who do who do local podcasts?" And I was like, "Well, we do." Yes, and uh, we've been trying to get it together. Quarantine hit the initial week, so we didn't know if we would be able to come in the office. But uh-huh. once Dalton said, "Fuck that," you know what I'm saying? We came to the office, so we have him here today. He's uh, got a project coming out soon. Yeah, yeah April man. the a- April seventeenth. Slide. True, it's close. Yeah, it's very yeah, close, man. brother. It's very right close. around the corner, bro. It's, it's gonna be fun. I mean, I, I appreciate y'all for even coming up in here, risking y'all's uh, y'all's health and all that, man. This is historic, you know what I'm saying? Because when you, if you really, really, really think about it, you know what I'm saying? It's like some uh, what's that shit with, with Anne Frank? You know what I'm saying? What was that? Uh, oh, uh, oh, the Holocaust. The yeah. Holocaust. It's deep. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's very deep. So quarantine. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They they told us we really supposed to be in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to be out here, like you said, it's not safe outside. Uh, no, it's not. It's a ghost town. You saw it when we yeah. came and got me. It's a, yeah, it's a ghost town. It's crazy. And it's cold. And it's cold. That's what we were talking about on the way up. Like it'll be one thing if the weather was like pretty outside. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. gloomy. It matches the mood. Like. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure TikTok's doing numbers. I'm sure Pornhub's <laughs> doing numbers. I'm sure, uh, but uh, OnlyFans, I know they're doing numbers. Oh, bro, I know a couple of chicks, man. They really doing, they running it up. Oh they my really God. doing Hey, good for them, man. Yeah, no, nah, congratulations. Oh. They going over 100 a year. They don't need no uh, unemployment. You wow. know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. They oh. work from home already. Work, yeah, <laughs> truly. Yeah, truly. they work from home already. That's a fucking fact. Calling me at three in the morning, like, what? Well, I'm I'm asleep. Okay, I'm, she at working. <laughs> no, uh, the fucking the fucking um, my sleep schedule's been all fucked up as well. Uh. So it was a struggle for me to wake up this morning too. True, um, true. Not even gonna hold you because he texted me. Or he hit both of us yesterday. It was like, yo, we doing it today? I was like, nah, bro, it's Saturday. Bro, I'm fucked up. Yo, bro. Everybody day is fucked up, running yeah. together, bro. Had we not scheduled this, I would not known today was Saturday. I would. I, it's just another day. Big facts. I thought it was Wednesday or something. Like I, I, I'm doing the, the chalk, place. the chalk lines on the wall and shit. <laughs> like this day 78 oh, in the house, yeah. nigga. But um, to dig into your background a little bit, because uh, me and Dalton both we uh, skimmed through a couple of your records or whatever. Uh-huh. We noticed that you had songs with Bobby Sessions uh-huh. and uh You you mess with a lot of the same people we yeah, mess with. Uh, oh, Donnie, yeah, Donnie Donnie mixed like three songs on my album. Okay. Uh he did a couple. Yeah, so I know Donnie well. Um Phenomenal engineer, bro. I mean, you know, he can get the credit that he deserves, honestly. I mean, big time. I mean he touched he touched majority of the of the uh of the hot boys out in Dallas, you know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. Bobby and Jason from Bobby to Jason and Ricky, I mean, Topic, I mean He's, he, he touched a lot of yeah. B. Anderson. Anderson. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he touched them heaters. So, put some respect on it. You know. What I'm so <laughs> I mean, did so I'm assuming you went to Grambling because we were talking about that. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I all right. So I actually went to Louisiana Tech for like a snip. 
but mm-hmm. the quarter but the quarter systems was on my ass. So if if you don't you know if you're a procrastinator, I, I don't suggest that for you at all. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If you if you coming out of high school and you're a procrastinator, don't go to Louisiana Tech. You know mm-hmm. I love Louisiana Tech. I met a bunch of beautiful people there, but don't go there if you are a procrastinator because they gonna get on your ass. So I, <laughs> so I slid over to Grambling. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was a beautiful experience. Yeah. And, um, met a lot of people out there some of my better friends some of the more focused people mm. uh that that are in my life currently you know what i'm saying uh some of which still work with me today to this day out in atlanta cam glenn dame and my homies man they you know we just get it done but no yeah gremlin gremlin was special bro for sure was you um what was like you majoring in out there, or was you just? I'm gonna be honest, bro. Uh, I went out there on my big on my big dog shit. Like, oh, I'm do my psychology shit. Right. Whenever I got there, I was like, oh, I don't really want to study. I'm 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 really out here. You yeah. know what I mean? So I switched it over to mass communication. Mm. Uh, but I did graduate. You know what I'm saying? I got up out of there uh, with the help of some some uh, beautiful teachers. You know what? Here's the here's the here's the secret to college for anybody listening to this shit um you got to separate the fact that you're um that you're dealing student you got to break the relationship of student and teacher and realize that we're all humans Mm -hmm. then once you realize you're humans and you start communicating with them like like oh this is somebody i know this is not somebody who has authority over me right then it becomes really really easy to get out of there and and once i mean i had i had professors whose cars were breaking down i mean i'm doing it all i'm outside trying to fix cars i'm bringing gatorades to class i'm bringing you know what i mean i got up out of that hole you know what i mean it it, it got me out it's crazy you say that because um i was watching the players club last night (laughs) i forgot how funny that movie was yeah yeah yeah, outside of um Thomas cousin getting beat up. There's, there's still some wild shit in that movie. There's some very yeah, wild yeah. shit. Oh. But I said that to say, so Diamond was doing her little table dance yeah. the night Uncle Luke came through. But her teacher, her professor came through. Yeah. So she ran up out of there. And so she was ducking his class for like two or three days or whatever. And he found her and he was like, yo, I know you hate your job, but you know, I'm still your professor. Like you should have seen the look on your face. Like basically like yeah. we're human. Facts. I understand you got to do what you got to do, but show it to my class. Cause you need to pass, and he gave her the business card to BET. You know what I'm saying, young Deborah Lee. You know what I'm saying. So I understand that story. Like I got the visual for it last (laughs) night. Straight up, you never know, bro. You You never never know know. the networking opportunities you got from just connecting with people on a real, uh, on a real level, on a real human basic level, bro. You know what I'm saying. You smoke cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes too. I don't say it was just a metaphor. (laughs) It was a metaphor. I don't, Chris. It was a metaphor for life. Uh, I mean, so. How far back do we have to take it to figure out when did you like fall in love with music and mm. you knew this is what you wanted to do? That's a good question. I'm gonna try not to be long winded, but uh, we got an hour. No, and 30 take your minutes, time, but all right, that's a bet. Take so, your time. So, that, so, uh, man, um, I think I think music started for me uh, in a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. like even, even nowadays, uh, whenever we're making music, um, you find yourself liking stuff that like not knowing really why you like it it's like oh damn that's from my memory like it's from my conscious you know what i mean when my mom was playing a song or my dad was playing a song not my dad my dad was in prison but just you know just setting the uh the visual my mom was playing like um badu and shit in the car and and nowadays whenever you know i listen to a beat and i and i you know i'm 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 <sighs> pulled to a certain type of sound is, is from my subconscious, I, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, from the car um, and then going on to high, high school and junior high, mainly junior high, I remember um, in front of the school, like, I remember moving from Jacksonville to Arlington um, when I was, like, in, like, 
sixth, seventh grade, man. And I remember like feeling so lost and not knowing who I was going to be cool with, what the fuck I was going to do. You know what I mean? Not knowing if I should be myself or, you know, when you move, you can start over and be somebody else. I didn't right. know what I should do. But what I ended up uh, doing is like really digging into music and really fucking with music. My, my cousin Coco uh, helped me transition. She used to have me writing down No Limit uh, lyrics and shit. <laughs> like, um, I remember writing down the Make Them Say Un lyrics and, and uh, rapping them to her and shit. So that it kind of it kind of transitioned to in the morning time before sixth and seventh grade, I would be rapping outside, and I didn't even know I was really good at it. You know what I'm saying? I would just be doing the shit and put my own words to it, and then it started making kids uh, gather around, and that became a thing. Like whether it was on the bus or I knew before it. school mm -hmm. or what it was, bro. Like people just used to gravitate to that shit. I mean, I got a quick story. I, I remember being in high school, bro, and it's at Arlington High, and it's storming outside, bro, like flooding outside, and um we were beating on the table in the cafeteria and I'm freestyling and, and people are gathering around. I'm talking about 30, 40 people gathering around the table. The principals and shit didn't like that. So they would be like, take that, take it outside. And you know, uh, on normal days, take it outside, man. Okay, let's go outside. And we beat on the trash can. Right. But this day is flooding. It's storming. Right. right? So, uh, the principal walks up with a smirk on his face. I'll never forget the longest day I live, but it gave me so much confidence. He he walks up to the table. And he says, y'all take that outside. Go outside if you're going to do that. And we all looked at, look at the glass and it's storming. And I'm like, I guess I'm done rapping. I turn around. I look outside. Everybody is outside in the rain while it's storming, bro. Like beating on a trash can, waving at the window. Like, come outside and rap outside. Fuck them. Like, rap outside. Do this shit. I went outside, bro. It was one. Of the, it was one of the most, um, you know, uh, inspiring moments in my life, bro. Because it let me know I could really do this shit. Because people were li they literally pulled the lid on the trash can back so I could stand under the lid and freestyle while they were standing in the rain, bro. Wow. And, and it was it was a powerful moment. So I would say probably <clears throat> in school that's when that's when I fell in love with it. Never really took it serious um, until I got to college. And um, you know, I started realizing the college shit. I'm like, damn, I don't know if I'm, this is what I'm gonna be doing. You know, and um, so I just started making music. And I mean, we literally went and did our first uh, project. It was seven songs long. It's called Broke as Fuck because I was literally broke as fuck. <laughs> uh, some corn shit. You probably could find that on Bandcamp or some shit like that. But that was the first one I ever did. I really, I literally went to a studio in Shreveport because I went to Gramlin. I went to a studio in Shreveport. Freestyled the whole project in a night. No, wow. no words, nothing. Me, DJ Chase, my homeboy Prada. We went out there, did that shit, brought it back, and people ate it up. And I mean, there you go. Shreveport, when uh, <laughs> when we go to uh, Jackson, we stop. Shreveport's always our stop. We stop oh, off man. of uh, Juella. Oh, Juella Ave. Right there at that McDonald's. Every day, like another love letter. Yeah. I know that song. What did he say? Um, Bust a nigga head on Juella. That <laughs> shit used to be crazy back in the club <laughs> at Grambling and in Shreveport. Yeah, yeah Juella. That, that used to stop. We stopped there every single time, bro. So, yeah. Um, yeah. See, <clears throat> I knew you started with the. The, the lunchroom freestyles. Why you say that? Because I listened to your album. Okay. And then I called Chris, and then I was like, so he reminds me of, so you remind me of like a couple of things. You have okay. a lot of a little DNA for a couple of things that I'm, I listen to. Like you have a very commanding voice. Okay. Which is, which is very important rap. Like mm -hmm. I, I can, like if you were any song with somebody else, I'd be like, I know this is him. Right. Just yeah. like you, you remind me of like a deep South Mick Jenkins, if you know okay. who Mick Jenkins is. Yeah. Because y'all have both have a very deep voice. Water. Um, 
I told him I was like the first thing I said I was like he reminds me of some like true Dallas shit, but like that lunchroom freestyle is like I'd have came down. Yeah. But it, I, like, that's the shit that remind me of, and you just said like that's kind of where you got yeah. your start. And I was yeah. like I knew it because that's like yeah. the any Dallas person that's like the the but automatic. That's like, our that's our when you freestyle the, when you freestyle on the bus coming home from a football game okay, and shit, yeah. Yeah. beating on your pads and in the lunchroom. So I knew. It was some of that, so uh, solid, I knew bro. it. That's I crazy. It. Most people can't pick that out, man. But you know, that is where I started, bro. That's how I started, and, and it's so funny you say that. And I hear I hear that all the time from people. They say first thing that people say when they hear uh, hear the music, they say, "Bro, you got a crazy ass voice." Yep, it's very important. That's the first thing they say, and I'm like, "Well, I mean, even even my closest homeboys that were around me at that time, they say like when when I pull up on them now." You know what I mean? The internet got it so disconnected, but when I pull up on my like my day ones, they like, bro, when they want to talk about music, they be like, bro, your voice is so crazy. I'm like, I've had it for my whole life, so I don't even know. Yeah, you right, know right. What it is, what it, you know yeah, what I mean? That makes so, sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's like the outside, but it's very important. Like yeah. it's it's a very key element. Like that was the the biggest thing when I listened to your album. I was like, yeah, he's very commanding. Like um, I know where he's at every time. Like there was no question. That. Yeah, for sure. That, so, so how'd you uh, link up with Donnie? And Donnie, um, me and Donnie got a cool little story too. Um, it's not, it's not as long, but I mean, you know what? Straight down the pipe. I, I mean, when I heard um, what he did um, on on other people's work, I was like, I don't know if it'll fit what I do, but I want to stand close to him and just see what he do because that's what I do. I, if I could say anything about me as as an artist, I don't think the um, the music because. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you more in, about what I mean with that a little bit later. But um, I would say that just I study people, and and I study some of the work that he's did with other people. And I'm like, I don't know if it'll work, but I want to stand close to him and see how he's doing and what he's doing. So we we set up a meeting, um, and we linked up one time. I pulled up, and um, Dunny is Dunny is one of those cats where. You don't know how he's doing what he's doing. It's just like it's like some sauce. Cause I said, I mean, with these last sessions that we've we've had, like with working on music, it's kind of like it's kind of like, damn, what the fuck is it? like? I want to get close to the computer. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Because you'll be listening to it, and that shit will just start changing. Yeah, and it'll get real cinematic out of nowhere. And I'm like, what are you doing? I think it's his spirit, though, bro. I don't think there's a technical uh, ability that he has uh, that's that's causing it. I think it's his spirit. I think he can feel people, and I think he's also a student of the game. Like he listened to a lot of shit from yeah. MTV in the in the early 2000s and shit, and he knows how to take what you're doing and change it. But no, nah, we 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 uh, linked up. He played me some beats. Um, and, and I listened to him and then it was like a year where we didn't talk to each other. I mean, like literally we had one day where we met and then we didn't talk at all. And then I, I reached out to him again. And I think from that, that point, he probably thought like this dude, um, kind of just ghosted the first time he's not serious, you know, cause I dropped the first, I, I dropped never die the first project. And then I kind of just disappeared for like a year, two years, but I was having success with that project. So I wasn't, I was in a space to make music. But you know, like as a creative, you know when you make some music and then people put it on this in this certain space, and then you're making other shit, and you feel like, oh, I'm not making another Robin Hood, I'm not right. making another Never Change, like right. these, I can't make these fucking songs again, so I'm not wanting to put nothing out. I'm like disappearing, you know what I mean? I had to, uh, he, me and him did a lot of talking, a lot of meeting up. We met up again. Um, sorry, I'm scatterbrained, but we met up again. Like what? 18 2018 um at the studio me him lone star we were going to work on some shit again 
worked on shit for a whole year um, between 18 and 19. Uh, a lot of shit. Um, a lot of shit happened. Me and him fell off. We got back together. We uh, a lot of arguments, a lot of love, like a lot of life lessons in that shit. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't just um, you know music. It was a lot of um, disagreements, a lot of agreements, a lot of coming to understanding. But we got back together um, and worked on some shit and. It's, just developing now. I don't know. I don't know how to call it. You know. I feel that Donnie definitely is um, a wizard. Yeah, that's a uh, good word for him. That's what I'm gonna start calling him. Uh, it's- we the the last session I had with him, it was a bumpy one. Well, mm-hmm. before doing the session, it was bumpy. But actually getting in there and it, making sure it was just all about the music. It wasn't about mm-hmm. what we talked about on the phone the day before or the mm-hmm. day before that. I uh, the last song I had him mix. Mm-hmm. I had um, I had flipped this Jamie Foxx record uh, uh, off his second album. Now uh, technically, it. it's my first, but or his first to me. But um, <laughs> I reversed it or whatever, uh-huh. and we were just going through it. And he was like, "Man, you know what will sound fire on this is if we take that um, the Outcast joint." Yep. He was like, "Let's take that joint and add it." I was like, "Yo, that's crazy because." If you re- if you reverse reverse the sample that I did, it was a Jamie Foxx joint with the horns on it. So it was like he almost knew like this shit needed horns weird, regardless. Bro. And I was like, yeah, this guy's this guy dope. Like that out of everything we did, like he, it was some shit I recorded. He like pitch corrected it, and I was yeah. like, well, this changed the whole mood yeah. of the song, bro. He's weird, bro. He knows he's he knows how to do it. bro. Yeah, he's he, definitely cold. Yeah. Um, the, the first time that I I was in your your mixing session with how far. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's the first time I actually interacted with him in person. Cause I've I talked to him online a couple of times, but mm-hmm. like this is the first time I met him in person, and I kind of surprised him a little bit because he was like, talk about the mix thing. I was like, oh, you're gonna do this right here, right? Cause I I went to school for music, so oh. like that's how I yeah I, I started out mixing, uh, my homie Chaz French, Chris, uh-huh. uh, my boy Matt Reed. Uh-huh. It was kind of us, and I I would take them to our I could book studio time in my school, so I would. They, that's where they kind of practice that. So that's where I learned how to do most of my shit. So when he was like saying these things, I kind of surprised him because I was just like, yeah, you doing this, right? He was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I, so we kind of like bond over the engineer thing. Yeah, uh, that's dope. Because, uh, you know, sometimes engineers can't really tell you what they're doing. They're right. just like, you're just right. like, sounds good. Right. Fucking right. do that shit. Right, right, <laughs> right. exactly. Sidebar, exactly. Chad's French is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, uh, yeah. with a bunch of D's, hard He's, wow, he's extremely, that's, extremely raw. It's very rare that you run into somebody who locally that like outside, no. if you didn't go to Bowie or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, run in certain circles. No, I got a, I got a. Um, I was, t- I was, who was I texting before I came here? Uh, my homeboy Devin. I was texting Devin Kennedy as my guy, and um, I was telling him because me and him were working on something, and um, I told him I said my mama vibe with that. She got GED, and he was like, "What's that?" I said, "Genuine." Um, was that genuine ear? I forgot genuine ear something. I forgot. Um, I got the same thing. I can't remember exactly how I said, but I got the same thing. Chaz French, when I heard him, I didn't need to know who he was because what he put into the microphone was so, it was distinct. Um, And then it kind of came off like, um, I I think true musicians and true artists, um, they don't give a fuck if you uh, are familiar with it. They just do their thing, and when they know it sounds good, they stay in their pocket, and he does it very well. That's Chaz, so, for sure. For yeah. sure, yeah. Like, dude is hard. Bro is hard. Yeah. Like, Chaz, Chaz lived with me. Like, I, yeah. like that's me. Chris lived with me as well. Like, mm-hmm. that was 
That was us. Like mm-hmm. that was. Uh, He's came a long way. I promise you that. A very long way. Oh, I, can, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? All of us got that road. All of us yeah. got that bumpy ass road, but for sure. Oh, genuine ear disease. That's what I call it. <laughs> okay. Genuine ear disease. That's when, you know, because sometimes you ask one of your homies, you'll be like, oh, is this shit hard? And they'll be like, yeah, it's hard because they're your homie, right? Right. Right. But when you say when your your mom or your or your uncle they don't give a fuck about you wanting to be bigger than J Cole and Kendrick Lamar they don't give a fuck they're like you know but when they like vibe to it you know, I mean like um, they peep out of their, you peep out of the corner of your eye and they're like over there bobbing their head you like oh yeah they fuck with that so genuine ear disease is what I call that shit you know like <laughs> it's genuine they can hear you and they fuck with it so yeah I can vibe I know that I can, I vibe I vibe okay so let's fast forward to today uh huh. What uh? What made you gear up to put the album out now? No. Like, why was now the time for you? Um, it's a bunch of things. I think it's a little bit of um, like I'm. I want to tap y'all into some some shit. Do y'all do y'all know about life path numbers? Yes, I put him yeah. on. You know about life path numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tell yeah, me yeah. what your life path number is. Chris. I'm a four. We're, we're both, both fours. fours. Yeah, that's what fours. this. Listen to me. I swear to God, that's what makes sense about all this shit. Y'all are doing a fucking podcast now. Check this out. Um, my <clears> homie <throat> Trey, that does uh, that's on primary. I, is it what, what's what's that? I can't remember the exact name, but he's he fucks with B Anderson too. Okay. Um, Trey but, Ward. No, 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 no. Um, damn Trey, what what's the podcast that he's on with all the. Uh, other guys i forget his uh i can't i can't remember the name of their podcast but me and him are getting ready to do something too um ball head ball i know exactly who you're talking he's a poet he's a poet yeah yeah Yeah, i know exactly who you're talking about bro is hitting me like with like when i hit him about doing the podcast he was like let's get it he's trader great yeah trader great that's my that's my dude that's my dude I, i got a lot of love for him um genuine check this out he's a four he does oh, podcasts now. Check this out. Rodney Blue is a four. <laughs> okay, he does podcasts. So you see yeah. the pattern that's happening. It's yeah. like people, creatives, yeah, yeah. And and fours also, what y'all are are builders, bro. So when y'all start something, y'all have to finish it. It's like it's like something that y'all have on y'all where y'all have to see shit progress and and develop. I just and, said that last week. Yeah, y'all, y'all have to see it develop, bro. So so I want to tap y'all into that. Uh, but um, I really um, I disappear. To, to, I want to bottle it all up. I disappeared in 17 after I dropped that project, but not really because 18, I did a lot of run for like doing shows. Um, yeah. So 18, my year was owned by, by shows. I didn't really get to, I was me- trying to make music, but not so much. But 19, um, once everything kind of, when I went to the studio with Domino and Lone Star, like I realized these guys, I'm not, these guys are like, to me, they're, they're legends to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to waste their fucking time. And they wouldn't be making these beautiful-ass fucking beats. And I couldn't... It's like I was... I was Like, for a, for a regular ear, it's like, oh, this shit is hard. But for me, I wasn't showing up. So, 19, I did some soul-searching, bro. And it's funny. Check this out. One of my one of my best friends, his name is uh, Chico. He's a fucking four, too. And he's the one that keeps me going when, when shit falls off. But he's a four... Um, the girl I was dating um, at the time, uh, uh, probably one of the greatest loves I've ever had. She's a four. Um, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want you niggas to look her up. <laughs> I don't want to have to come by you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not y'all, but the listeners. I, I appreciate look it, her up, you know what I'm But no, um, I'm saying all that to say I took time off and um, I had to dig into um, 
into something else. Your first project is always like your past, your life. And once you put everything into that, it's like, what the fuck am I going to talk about now? So I had to take 19 to really figure it out. I'm not going to go in the studio and waste these guys' time. Um, I need to learn some things. So I started learning about the life half numbers and I started fucking around with, uh, you know, just doing research. By the way, I'm a seven. So that's that's what the fuck we do. Like seven, famous sevens, J. Cole, Nas, Future, T.I., Rick Ross. They all these cerebral talk a lot. Um, thought out type guys Lil Uzi Aaliyah you know what I'm saying uh, Steph Curry is even a fucking seven um, but no um, I say all that to say um, I just spent a lot of a lot of time like trying to figure it out you know what I mean um, studying uh, what can I beat like what can I beat like potentially I could I could eventually beat like some of these artists like you know and be better than them but what can I conquer oh I can't conquer time time is going to win no matter what what does time control seasons right okay so what I need to do now I need a game plan going into 2020 okay so I got a lot of music now right that I've been recording okay so why don't I drop every season why don't I drop spring why don't I drop summer fall winter like you know I, I had to like for me, I had to put, pour all of my thoughts into a pot and, and, and figure something out. And I was like, um, I, I call um, my brother Brown. I don't know if y'all know Brown, but Brown they, it was uh, when there was the sword losers, it was brown and blue. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. My brother Brown, um, he, he, um, he reached out. He said, bro, um, you need to drop on this date. And he gave me a date. And then I gave that date to Dunny. And then I called Brown into the studio and I started playing him all these songs I had. And he was, he was like, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. And then when we played it back, I was like, bro, this is kind of dark. He was like, this is how I feel right now. And I was, hmm. like, I was like, damn, um, it's funny. He's a wizard, too. He's a seven as well. And I was like, damn, this cat is, um, this cat, he's tapped in. But, and then, like, he left the studio. We didn't reject anything that he said because he was really, really tapped in, especially with what's going on right now with mm -hmm. the quarantine and the world fucking up and all that shit or what we, quote, unquote, think it to be. But um, with all that said, Dunny and me were sitting in the studio. Dunny turned around. He said, you're always talking about seasons, right? He's like, why don't you drop every season? Hmm. And I was like, hmm. I was like, but look at the records that Brown picked. Those are dark. He said, of course. So do those in the winter. Drop those in the winter. He was like, you got colorful records. Why don't you drop them for the spring? Because hmm. it's going to be bright outside. It's going to be like this. The, the, the records are going to feel like that. He's like, drop that. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're kind of wrestling with time. You're, you know, that person that you want to beat. Like I said on Robin Hood, um, hand to hand, my race is the clock. They say time undefeated, but who first out the block? So it's like I, I I had to find something that I that was worth challenging, worth stepping up to, and I felt like um, the spring uh, is a perfect time to drop the records that I have. You know what I mean? And start it off and uh, helps me stay consistent through the year, which is right. a problem I've had. So shit, that's that's why I said let's drop it in the spring. It's an excellent, excellent. No, uh, this is a you're honestly I was about to say this. You're a perfect compliment to him mm -hmm. because he had the same thing you were going through. He dropped mm. an album we, oh, yeah. that he took we that took us on tour. Him and Brandon both dropped the same year. Mm -hmm. And a singer that I worked with as well dropped an album and then we went on tour with that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he just stuck to production after that. So everybody was like, yo, when's the next yeah, Chris Avelli? And he yeah. was like, I don't, I don't know, man. So he had to find that spark again for for the rap part of it. Yeah. So Yeah, cuz the beats ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I like I was talking to somebody the other day and i was just like man oh my homie khalil yeah he was like he was like you ready because like i said 
Uh, it's too early. No, nah, fuck it. We yeah. we doing a B battle next okay. week uh, or this week technically when this we'll podcast do a full drops. plug later. But yeah, but yeah. um, uh, he was like, "You sure you ready, man? Like, you know, this, this, and that, and the third. And I was like, "Man, I I don't know much about like a lot of shit, but I know when I got one. Yeah, like when I'm making a B, I know like what yeah, this is going to do. It's a exactly." I had those feelings a lot when I make dope shit, though. Like, yeah. no no lie. I don't always feel that way about the rap. Well, the beats complement the rap, so Thanks. I guess I do feel that way about the raps as well. But the beats, no problemo. It's just something in me. I just, yeah. like, I look at um, I look at production like a grandfather clock. Like, all the gears and the shit that's inside of the grandfather clock that makes it work. Uh-huh. That's how I look at my beats. So I yeah. feel like if I could see a grandfather clock, the inside of it with the screws and shit, I got something. Oh yeah, nah, and um, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, but anyway, I don't know why I said. It. But yeah, the rapping shit is um, that shit. What do you think took you out, bro? Like, what do you think? Like, I I know you, I know you have to develop your um, you have to develop your mind further past that first project that you do. We all run into that wall. I think everybody does. I think, I think the the people that don't like when you when you get cast like Fifty, like when Fifty dropped Good, Get Rich or Die Trying, mm-hmm. and then he came back with what was it, the, the massacre. massacre. Yeah, yeah. I think that he probably has so much music that after you drop that first one, you it's crazy, but you still got music left over. Mm-hmm. He probably was doing so much fucking recording, you know what I mean? Yeah. At that time. Um, which makes sense. Once again, I'm gonna keep tapping into them numbers. He's an eight, so he got that laser focus. Eights mm-hmm. just have laser fucking focus. They can focus when it's when it's hot. But I think <laughs> they can focus when it's hot, bro. They can focus when it's crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? But I think he had a lot of music left over for that second project. Right. And um so he didn't have that dilemma, but for, for people, you know, like us, I don't know how much you recorded for your first project. We recorded every day for like three weeks. Yeah. See, and, and, and you know what's funny? One point in my life, I thought that was a lot. Like yeah. Donnie, Donnie would be like, bro, what you need is like 60, 70, I'm like 60, 70 fucking records. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? It was real. But you, he was like, you need that to be able to say that one. That, if you can pick... 10 records out of 60 records they're they're probably good good songs you know right. what i mean but if you record 12 songs and then you're like i'm gonna pick eight out of it you know you might have two or three does so i mean but like to stick to where i was like to, to refocus it like um where would you say in your process like did you get lost did you not record enough or, or what was the shit i don't think it wasn't that i don't think it wasn't that we didn't record enough because i went in there just wanting to make music. Mm-hmm. I was working with Super Miles. You, you heard Super? Super Miles is hard than a bitch. I, uh, yeah. we, we, uh, I started producing before him. Uh-huh. He came to my house one time. I showed him how to use the program. Uh-huh. And it's he been lights gone. out. He's oh, been, he been gone ever so, since. So you since say that. Oh, my Not goodness. really. I mean, he was really, his brother, I mean, but I just, we were we were the same age. We like Polo to Don and Kanye. Oh, so yeah, Polo. We, he was like we were very like-minded so he helped me with that first album um and we just was making beats like yo he would be like yo i want you to rap on this bet i'd be like yo what you think about this that's fucking fire okay i'm finna i'm finna rap so i'm finna do something to it mm-hmm. so him and miles was there every single day mm-hmm. and um we was just I, as long as because that first album was a story because i took some like i took like i took like 36 triple C's in like two days. 
not on no self-destructive shit on yeah. some we having too much fun shit okay, you know what i'm okay, saying okay, okay. i didn't really know what that and then nigga didn't even read the box i have i have history of high blood pressure because okay. family or whatever yeah. and those things raise your high oh, they yes. raise your blood pressure because when you have a cold you're you know what i'm saying so I was in a loony bin. You was tapping. Tapped out. <laughs> I wasn't Jeez. tapping. It was a wrap, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so once I got clear of all that mess, because uh -huh. it took me like six or so months to like bounce back after that. Okay. I hit up Dalton, and we just started doing music. I put out a whole album the summer before uh -huh. on this shit. Yeah. So after this shit, um, got with them, made the album, went on tour, came back. Kicked it with my girl because you know she didn't see me like two weeks, yeah. And then after that, it was just like, man, you know what it really was? We met so many artists on the road uh -huh. that I didn't know where they would be in life. Uh -huh. Brandon ended up doing the song with one of the dudes that we had a show with in Miami, yeah. So they wanted me to make a beat, okay, bet, let me make a beat for you. Um, just ran like I was like, I need to have money because my girl is paying rent by mm -hmm. herself, yeah. I need to try to do something because I ain't got no job to this day. Shoot. Music has always been my job. Well, I had jobs, but yeah. right now music is my job. So yeah. um, I was trying to figure out how I can make money to help her with the rent. That didn't that didn't pan out. So then after that, niggas just started living life. I felt like I was already, I was like, nigga, I just went on a five-city tour, nigga. I just yeah. put out Chris Belly, this shit doing this, mm. this shit doing that, like a lot of that. And then ultimately not just having anything to say, like you said. Like yeah. ultimately that's what it was. I I love this music shit so much I wouldn't just put out nothing yeah. for the sake of putting out nothing. But I wanna throw it back to you right quick about that making sixty songs, like having that hard drop filled with songs. Yeah. Do you feel like um you can make a certain song mm -hmm. for that album and that's all you have to do? Like if you have a concept album, yeah, there would be no need to make 60 songs if you if you know i need a beginning middle and end mm, i kind of look at it like i look at it a little different okay and this will this will be like this is kind of interesting um it's even interesting for me because I, I constantly ask myself why am i why do i keep doing it if i feel this way <laughs> i'm not a um i'm not i'm i'm a music guy mm -hmm. yeah don't get me wrong i love music but my dream is to be a, a film director Oh wow! That's my dream. Hey, drop a bomb for my man. That's what, I appreciate. No, that's what's up. Yeah, that's fire. Bodies everywhere. No, but look, I I truly I truly appreciate the craft. Like I don't like with music. Like when people um, I get a lot of people on social media that'll send DMs and they'll ask me who do I I like listening to, like or if I ever engage with. Um, uh, a fan that likes the music and they're like I like this I like this I like this people always want to know where your influence comes from mm -hmm. and I'm like yo um, I would be lying to you and then I don't want to uh, I don't want to make myself prehistoric by saying I listen to Sade I listen to Marvin Gaye I listen, those are who are those are the people I listen to not even or I listen to Bill Withers R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying uh, but <clears throat> I listen to them for emotion and for, for feeling you know exactly what I mean? yeah um, but I really watch like Quentin Tarantino and Spike Lee and them. Like that's that's who I pay attention to and what I do when I make music. I, I never like think um, and done. That's why I knew me and Dunny were gonna be something because he didn't ever question anything that I. He asked me one time. He was like, "Bro, like, like, what's up? Like, why do you like? I'm a, I, I can't remember verbatim what he said, but it was like almost like a why do you connect with me? 
like why like um musically like why why do you why do you choose me to do your shit and i was like because you never question anything i do you just make it better you don't mm. never question anything, you know what I mean? When I would go to him talking weird, I'd be like, bro, so do this. Um, this is what I want. I want that shit to sound like. Like, number two, like, this is scattered, right? But number two on any project got to go all the way up, mm -hmm. whether it's emotionally, whether it's, like, heat, whether it's trap. I don't know. I don't give a fuck what it is. It's got to go all the way up, right? So I, me and him, I gave him a task. Like, we were sitting in the, like, in the studio, and I was like, bro, I need this shit, like, Cause we made a record for number one that was so fucking hard and it might come out in the fall it's called no mop but um but it didn't fit the spring because of the feeling of it but we it was so fucking hard i was like bro i can't come behind that with a dud it's yeah, gotta I feel be you. hard you gotta send it we gotta send it all the way up and he said in the studio i was like i need to be spiritual i need to be this and he never judged that he just sends the shit up but um i do i don't make a beginning end and middle i make i try to make a movie so I try to make it feel real cinematic. I try, I try to say, okay, this is the part where Spike, uh, where the credits start in the beginning. Mm -hmm. and, and when the credit starts, for me to watch the movie, you got to catch my attention very, very fast. Rosie Perez. Right? Yeah, you got to catch me early, right? You got to catch me early, and I got to be like, what the fuck just happened? So I wouldn't mind seeing somebody's head get blown off at the very, very beginning of a movie. Right. Uh, and it starts a bank robbery, or I wouldn't mind. like So it might not be music in the beginning. It might be somebody here get blown up oh shit what the fuck just happened then the beat comes on like mm -hmm. I, I needed to feel like something and i would tell donnie so so basically the way i put a project together i'm sorry the way i put a project together is i'm like okay make the song where i'm walking down the street make that song all right now make the song where um i'm in the car and i'm riding and i know something fucked up is about to happen but it hasn't happened yet make that song so then when you make those two i play those two back and forth back and forth together and i'm like okay so i get it i'm walking down the street here and i'm i'm in the car here but what happens in between right there what happens in that point oh i might go in the house and have sex with a girl so if i'm doing that what record will give me that feeling that honest feeling like okay i'm broke but i'm we're having sex and we're like you know but it's it's you're accepting it what's what can what words can i put together and what production can we put together in the middle to create that you know what i mean <clears throat> so i just try to put together a movie versus putting together like big songs but i do have big song ability and everybody don't have that you i think if you create a movie and you create two or three big songs, that I, that's what I got from 50, from M, from Kanye, from Kendrick. I mean, you got the everybody, everybody, you right. got that, but you also got poetic justice. You yeah. also got um, back, Backseat Freestyle is a moment. I don't even think he meant to make that a big record. I think yeah. that was just a moment, like this is where I'm in the backseat freestyling with my friends. You intensify those, you know, so that's how I put projects together, bro. That makes I, sense. For yeah, me, that, you know. Especially with your aspiration to be a director, yeah, to yeah. to come to a project like a director is it's a, that's an interesting way to do it for sure. As of as of late, <clears throat> I almost feel like I think I don't think I'm a like I know I'm a I know I'm a rapper, sure, right? but I almost feel like a producer, yeah, going in you, to rap, absolutely. You know what I mean? So. That's the the original term for producer was exactly what you're talking about. Really? Yeah, because pr producers now make the beats and kind of let it be yeah. as is yeah. but when we and me and chris talk about producing i'm i'm in there with chris and yeah. we're crafting it together that's oh, what a, yeah. that's what that's what um all the big albums happen they have those kind of producers right. so Puffy uh quincy quincy jones and that, that's exactly what he does he sits in there 
Kanye does that when mm. he made Commons B, when he mm. made his original album. That's exactly what happened. That's why they sound like that. Fucking right. That's and that's why know. Top Dog shit sound like that, because Top Dog's always there like, nah, that shit yeah, whack. Yeah. Let's get that over there. Yeah. You need that shit. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and appreciate anybody that does that for you in the studio. For artists that are listening, if you are listening and, some, and somebody's in the studio being extremely hard on you and telling you to do it over or telling you to intensify this part, trust the ear. You know what I'm saying? If you trust the person enough to have them in the studio with you, trust the ear because that's what, that's what makes the record enormous. You know what I mean? Do too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fuck with Guy Ritchie? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I, I, if you played a record, I probably Guy Ritchie. That's that's an older artist, right? No, that's uh, uh, the director. Director. Oh, director. He did Sherlock Holmes. No, 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 no. I haven't. I haven't ever paid attention to. I'm, okay. I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't paid attention to that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So is Quentin Tarantino your guy? Quentin Tarantino is my guy because of um, our mindsets. Funny thing, he's a fucking four. But, <laughs> just interesting. see what's going on. But, um, it's the longevity, but um, he's my guy because when he started, he said, I'm gonna do this amount of movies. Yeah, yes. he had a plan. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna do for shit. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fulfill all of those and when I'm, when I'm done, I'm done. You can't call me back. You can't call me back once I'm done. But in tis, and, and, and check this out. If a person goes, I'm going to drop eight movies. And they're going through three, four, five, six. You're like watching. And then when they get to seven, you're like, oh, Uh-oh. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? We're getting close to the end. I got to watch this because I got to take uh-huh. it. I love that, bro. Yeah. I love that. That's why I, that's why I got to. Uh, do you know a guy, one of the tastemakers, if you will, in uh-huh. Dallas uh, named Seven? Seven. Are we talking about the producer? Seven light. Uh, no, nah, he spelled his name like C E V. C E V. He got the hair. He got hair. He he got hair. Yeah, he got hair. <laughs> I just I'm just I, trying I to describe. Uh, he got hair. He uh, fucks with. Um, I don't really know who he fucks with per se. I know. I know. But two I feel sevens. like y'all. I feel like y'all would like clean. Right there, this nigga put me on Palo Santo first oh, day. I walked in his crib. He just hey, raise your arms up for me. I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I don't want that energy. Yeah, he was like, yo, he hit me with the shit. I was like, what the fuck? Nigga, I sat on the couch for an hour, bro. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah. I, I'm just, what just happened? <laughs> I'm trying to process this shit. It's my homie Jonathan Joseph. Yeah. Um, Shout out to him, too, man. Yeah, we, I, we haven't um, tapped in yet, but uh, my people, my, my, my guy, Chico, talk about, if you listening to this, bro, my guy talk about you a lot. He got a lot of love for you, and I'm trying to find my way. I study all y'all, you know what I'm saying? I pay attention to all y'all, y'all rappers in Dallas, all of y'all, big, small. I pay attention to all y'all, and I, so I, haven't, got a, I haven't got a chance to tap in with you, but I'm going to tap in with you. You know what I'm saying? I just got, it's got to be right. He definitely, he's definitely listening. He's hard, bro. He's um, hard. I like what he do too. Yeah, he's cold. He, we had those, we had those, um, those talks like, yo, we got to do it for Arlington. We got to do it for the city. Like we had yeah. those talks like every, every, every two weeks I can expect him to hit my phone. Like you good, bro. All right, that's a bit. Yeah. All right, so we got to do this, 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 and that. And I'm like, yes, yeah, let's, let's, a, let's do it. I'm going to have an honest moment with you. I'm from like, not yeah, people know I'm I'm from Arlington as well. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where I grew up. Um, did my school shit, but y'all are like the Arlington cats. I be kicking y'all last. I gotta I gotta be hard on y'all. Like I treat y'all different than I treat cats that are from Dallas <laughs> because <laughs> because we from the same spot. Mm. So so y'all like. Like I, I kind of do this thing with with Jonathan, and I don't even. And he probably don't even pay attention to it, but I almost ignore him 
Mm. I almost ignore him on purpose because I want him to be so, I want him to be so great. You know what I mean? That's just my way of doing stuff. And I really don't even let that out. I, I'm so motherfucking hard on B Anderson. You wouldn't believe like people don't know that when you see it out. Yeah. He's on the stage. He's, he's going crazy. Like he's B is going crazy. I got so much love for his sister. His sister has been my, been my, one of my better, better friends. Oh, cool. You know, Brittany, Brittany. Yeah. I love Brittany. Brittany. I love Brittany. <clears throat> Brittany is so genuine. Um, yes. Um, whenever, like it's easy it's easy it's almost easy to forget Britney because it seems like the inter- internet is filled with like memes about thoughts and she's like the complete opposite like she's the <laughs> furthest thing from it so we we're so used to hearing about thoughts it's almost like we got this thing where we're kind of like zoning in on thoughts and like right. trying to see what they she's such a good person and, a, and a, you know but that that speaks for itself but um I'm so hard on B I'm so hard on him. I have been since the beginning. I told him when he dropped Greenhouse, I said, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I, I love you. He, he, I love you so much. I said, your next project, Slumberland, when you, it better be harder than this. Because if it's not harder than this, what's going on? Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely do you, do you want me to spoil it for you? It's no, harder. I'm on, I'm, I, I know. I'm, I'm on. I, uh, spoiler, I'm on Slumberland. Yeah. Uh, really? What's yeah. track? I'm on. Um, yeah, hold on. I got it. I got it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of the record because he, uh, he wanted to be like me and don't send records out. Oh, yes. no. Brandon, Brandon has more recently. Well, since he dropped Greenhouse, actually, for me and him, I don't know about anybody else's relationship. He's hitting me up now like, you want to hear the like duh final. Yeah, but I told him I didn't want to hear Slumberland though yeah because I was like bro I don't I don't I don't want to um I want to I want I want this I want to feel it when everybody else feel it yeah you play I'm you playing it for me like a year two years early it's kind of because I I, t- I talked to Donnie about it I was like bro I had no idea you mixed Brandon shit and y'all yeah. been done with it for like two he's like yeah bro we've been done with that for like a year yeah like y'all niggas is nice. no it's funny bro I got a like it's so funny and I hate it, you know what I mean? But time is a good thing. You know, me and Tom got a love-hate relationship. I released, I uh, recorded a whole project after Never Die in 2018. Got it mixed, mastered, got the album art, B. Anderson on it, LaVoice on it, Ricky Blue on it. Um, it's called um, The Strangest Secret. And I did not drop that hoe. So I understand. Um, and, I, and I still have it. Right now, Tyser makes it. Tyser and Shout Arlington. out to Tyser. No, and Tyser got a, a real tight relationship. Yeah, Tyser is the GOAT, man. Tyser is nice with that shit. Um, me and him are kind of weird with each other sometimes. We, <laughs> like, when we're around each other, we're like best friends. And when we're not around each other, it's like, yeah, I'll text you back in six months. But <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of how we are. But the, um, we did that We did that shit in, um, in his shit, man. And, and it's, a, it's a dope project. Would never drop the shit, you know. So I understand when when uh, rappers hoard shit, you know. B B is probably just waiting for the right time. Yeah, cause he's yeah, yeah. He yeah. has a plan. He, has, yeah. he, sure. he always calls me to tell me what's yeah. going on. Yeah, to reevaluate the thing. Yeah, he gotta talk. I'm the big brother, so yeah, I, I'm the old. I'm older than all of them, so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a fact. So. I'm trying to think if there's any other questions I have for you before we get into the shenanigans, uh-huh. because <laughs> here on the Step Brothers podcast, we always have to get into. The shenanigans. Chris likes, start- to, Chris likes to start the pot a little bit. Oh, I love to start the pot. <laughs> I like that shit. I like playing devil's advocate, though. That's I like for, that shit. I love sure. that shit. Half the time I, like, go against anybody, I don't really feel that way. He, does, just, he does, does it to fuck with people. I just yeah. do it to Which try Which bothers to, me so much. <laughs> I just do it to try to... Get, we need interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if... Because virtually... 
realistically, me and Dalton should agree on everything. Right. We haven't had one fight <laughs> in 10 years. Right. Never raised our voice at each other. None of that shit. We both like Dragon Ball Z. We both like Pokemon, whatever the uh-huh. fuck. So food, all that shit. So we should not have a disagreement. One thing I know that will grind this nigga's gears is if I say I hate Marvel. Oh, <laughs> like, that shit will get him... Uh, uh, especially if I say Yo Cam News Is the worst black quarterback Of oh. all time Like Don't Come look on, at him Now you go too far You're gonna be sick He end up in New England You're gonna be sick Don't say that He might end up in New England What you think Dalton? I still think the Chargers Chargers It's not bad He's gonna shine wherever he goes I don't know He's man. gonna shine bro. I mean The mother I just you know he got something else. He got a he got a weight on him, bro. Yeah. He's a he's an animal, bro. I be watching his videos. I'm like, this thing ain't on ring. Did you play sports in high school? Yeah, bro. I played basketball. I played football. I, you know what? Um, I was like everybody, bro. I love basketball so much. I was like, fuck your life if if I can't play basketball. <laughs> but I was probably way better in football. You know what I mean? Word. But um. You know, basketball is just that, you know, it's that culture. We grow up watching fucking mm-hmm. Jordan stick his tongue out and dunk on motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So we be like, you know, I want to do that. You even, know if I mean? you even, yeah. if you hoop, <laughs> even if you can't hoop. Even if you can't hoop. Uh, even if you can't hoop. But here's the thing, though. Um, basketball players, including Ricky Blue, talk, I dunk on Ricky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my mama, drop a bomb on that. I Please, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, uh, as far as basketball players, I'm probably not that. But as far as, like, Musicians in Dallas, I got I got it for any of y'all. Wait, you, know you saying, saying like yeah. the rapper basketball crossbreed? Yes, I got it for Uh-oh. any of y'all. Yo, Brandon, you know Jonathan, Jonathan, I got it for any of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, them the only two niggas. I oh, Miles can hoop too. Yeah, I believe that. You Miles know, is Miles play Miles play like KD. Yeah, I believe it. Miles is he shoot like that nigga too. <laughs> Miles oh, yeah. is a quiet cat, bro. Yeah, he's so quiet. He's an know, observer as well. Not when he plays basketball, though. He's not quiet. Oh man. no, he oh. talking cash oh, money my. shit. Mm-mm. We need cash to get money. it in Mm-mm. one day. Yeah, man. nigga was like Shaq and Kobe one day. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the low post, my nigga. What's up? I'm gonna bring Dunny on. I got my I got my team. I got my team ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm hey, I mean, I mean, we could get something going once this quarantine <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I got Dalton on the Arlington hip hop. Dallas hip hop basketball charity tournament. Yeah, do it for charity. Yeah, we're doing it for charity. I got Dalton out there on the three point. Yeah, Dalton out there on the three point bridge in there. Mid range, you know what I'm saying? Dalton over there doing it like Pager. You feel me? (laughs) I'm a shooter only. Shooting that thing. I'm a shooter only. He gonna shoot and walk away. Like that's (laughs) shooting that thing. That's a fact. Because I'm really quiet and I just shoot, splash, then I walk away. Yep. You feel? That's all I do. All that <laughs> ain't nothing else to it but to do it. You know, um, I finally watched that Beast Coast thing they did with the uh, the basement. They brought Tigger oh, back. Oh yeah, that yeah, shit. gotcha, gotcha, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I yeah. finally watched. Did you did you check it out? I did not. Hey, did you like it? Some, some of the niggas can rap, man. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> some of the niggas can rap. It was it was dope. Tigger was you know Tigger was Tigger, Tigger had a little rust on him. Well, yeah, you know he always saying? had rust on him though. He was all right back in the day, come, like in the actual. Sometimes he'd be like, "All right, get up, come on, I want to hear Cameron rap, bro. I yeah. want to hear you." No, somebody <laughs> post that Jada kiss one today. Yeah, yeah, Jada. yeah. Yo, but th- here's the thing, right? You're not gonna convince me Cameron didn't have the best one though. I'm sorry, Cam nah. went crazy, bro. Cam went crazy. 
But Ludacris, bro. Ludacris, those are top three. It was some hard. I'm going to tell you who else went crazy. A sleeper. Who, Ju- Bow Wow? Juvie went crazy. Oh, yeah. Juvenile oh, went but, crazy. But to say, the Bow Wow one, we know. Bow Wow went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bow Wow was prepared. I don't think. Yeah, I don't that think, was written. I don't think Juvie and them was prepared. It was Juvie, Wayne. All them were in there. In there and Juvie was like saying some slick shit that wasn't even like metaphorical yeah, or pe- nothing. He was just. People sleep on Juvenile, though. All the time. Man. That's just because like, because the accent, yeah, but he yeah. really he really saying some shit. He's saying some <laughs> shit. Man, yeah. speaking of speaking of that Cash Money era, did y'all get a chance to catch the uh, Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch? Man, that just reminded me of that, bro. Yeah, I caught the beginning of it. I turned it off because I felt like it wasn't it wasn't. Um, I felt like they were two different, two separate things. It shouldn't have I felt like it would have been better if we would have saw like Manny Fresh and DJ Paul. Yeah, you know, that's what everybody wanted. Yeah, yeah. Versus versus a uh, um, Scott because Scott Storch. I mean, he's pulling out slaps. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's pulling out fucking avalanches. You know what I mean? Like the keys, bananas. Bro. He playing on top of the shit yeah, on the live. Like live. that's not like, even but fair. That's where, dog, he was the, the roots piano player. Yeah, come on, fam. Yeah, he called. Well, it wasn't fair though when he pulled out that um that <laughs> Crimea River joint. No, it wasn't, bro. I mean, because you can't do nothing against that. Like yeah. you really can't, and you can't do nothing against Still Dre. You can't. Either, but one of them. Shit. shit, it got real filthy early, honestly. Because <laughs> whenever you listen, and and I gotta check this out. I'm gonna give y'all something because I, I take pride in giving it, giving things to uh, my my peers. Right when y'all get ready to do these beat battles online, mm-hmm. oh, all yeah. right. What you have to do is put your phone closer to the speaker because <laughs> when you don't. Then it sounds like your shit is coming weak. Like when Manny Fresh was playing his records, he had he didn't have his phone or whatever close to the speaker, so it's not impactful. Like those records are boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you gotta, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, it's, it's so be, heavy, but yeah. it's gotta be close. Cause yeah. if I'm back here, give me a boom, boom. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not gonna feel the same. Yeah. Don't have the same you know. Impact. And Scott Storch shit had pure finesse on it, so it don't matter what where it is in the in the studio. You when you hear the keys, it's it's like, you know, it's cinematic. It's in your face. So, Phew. yeah, I I I went in thinking that um, Manny was gonna win, but another thing that's killing them outside of the. Um, the phone and the speaker situation, the sequencing. Yeah, I feel like if um, that's the most important part. That's the most important part, and they, and nobody nobody's taking that thing for granted. I feel like the only people that thus far has that has really gotten it right was Jonte Austin and Neo. Yeah, they got it right like from jump, yeah. like because Jonte showed up. What the fuck is up? <laughs> he yeah. showed the fuck up. That's a fact. That nigga's and plus like we everybody's been saying. Um, if you didn't know him then, you fucking know him now. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? All those records, Mariah Carey, Mariah, uh, Mary J. Blige, Aaliyah. Don't you ever forget it either. Uh, no. That one joint, it was like, it, it came out in the midst of like all the like the black the black boy groups or whatever. But um, I can't think of the name of the group, but the song, I think you better leave me alone, pack your bags, get the hell up. Like that shit was a fucking bop. You know what I'm saying? He wrote that man. Yeah. This nigga's this nigga cold man. That we pretty much hard. know what Neo did. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was thrown in our face a little bit. But yeah. John Tate was before our time, so we didn't know he wrote. Can I come over? 
Yeah. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't know that. Neo <laughs> had that guerrilla marketing, and then he had uh, yeah, Def Jam, Jay Z. And anytime, right. anytime a motherfucker wear a cap <laughs> all the time, <laughs> like you're gonna remember them. I don't give a fuck who the it sideways. is. Yeah, yeah, the little the, the uncle hat, yeah. oh, the gentleman. That's his whole little. Yeah, it's kind of like Ti when Ti started putting that bitch on us. If he would have wore it straight up, you would have been like, okay, cool, whatever. But he mm. wore that whole crooked. It's like God, I know who that is. Yeah, man. Me and my brother was talking. About about T.I. the other day Legend. because uh, Manny first did Top Back and sure. I was like bro when T.I. dropped King bro yeah. it was over you know what I'm saying and then he went to jail here's my thing right Yeah, T.I. had always probably, and this is like this is just because I'm a Hurt fan mm-hmm. because I was really thinking don't get me wrong T.I. eventually got there you know that jay-z there not the money yeah. but as far as like how we Statue, treat him what we know yeah he's from the south we love him we love him but i feel like that him trying to buy the guns in the parking lot at walmart like him going to jail that whole little thing he's paranoid bro man i know his 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 friend got killed i get that but man you still supposed to send your boy to do that man yeah. you got you just put you just put out atl yeah the best movie at the time yeah. hands down for and the culture yeah, for sure <laughs> you just put out what you know about that yeah, had you- everybody in the movie in the video going to the premiere of the movie you huh. You better use your Nikes, bro. You put the whole album out like, bro, like I'm that tell, shit hurt, bro. I'm tell a nigga something about T.I. real quick. That shit hurt. You don't want to go hit for hit with T.I. T.I. Mm-hmm. got motherfucking. Like when T.I. was tapped, I'm talking about what you know about that. And then you turn around and you get him with the, uh, I mean, he had records on his fucking project that was hard. Like, um, what's that shit called? Uh, at the end of that shit. Um, I can't remember. It was the end of the King album. That shit was that King was hard. Shit, Urban Legend. The whole Ur- thing was oh on the radio. My God, the whole album so was on the radio, hard, bro. Then these videos was like, he was like, um, what's the shit? Adobe, uh, what's it? Pro, Premiere Pro. He was using A effects for. We even got yeah. the, real, the whole video backwards and shit. Yeah. That shit was so hard, bro. Oh my God, Ti Ti been hard. Twenty four. Come on, bro. He's so now hard. Atlanta. Atlanta was on some shit, man. Yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. Come on, Ludacris videos are crazy too, bro. They were bananas. Giant afro, big bro, arms. Like, the, come on now, man. I, you know, and and I think um, that's something that whenever I step away from music, that's something that pulls me back. When I all I have to remember is Southern hospitality and fucking. When I remember Saturday is Saturday, I'm yep. like that song. Of mouth. Alone, yeah, that song alone makes me say, okay, so I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this, but. There is no limit to what I can do. Right. Like I can do, I can try anything. This yep. motherfucker had roosters in the video. Yep. Cockadoodle doing. Man, Atlanta shit. was rolling. I, you remember Phil Mob? I'm so sick. No, of me bro. No, Phil Mob his shit. Yeah, he fucked with Phil Mob. That's my. Any other night. <laughs> I had, I had, I, their, that shit. I had their first album on CD. Ashley the Classy, bro. Ooh. That cover is atrocious, but I got it. <laughs> My brother Matt Middleton loved, like Matt, lo- Matt and Neil were like they loved Phil Mob at the time. Bro. Now Phil I'm, Mob was hard. And that other hell, bro. what's that other uh, smiles in North Star? You talking about? Bro, that was my yeah, bro. That was my shit, bro. That shit was hard, bro. Yeah, yeah, that shit was hard. I fucked with Young Bloods too at the time. Oh, of course, Sean, Sean Paul, bro. Yeah, they got that song that I always uh, I I failed to this point in my career to uh, recreate something that feel like it. It's the um, 
85. I know you waiting for Oh, shit. Be patient. I've been trying my hardest to remake that shit and drop it, and I feel like Isaiah Rashad probably going to do it before I do it. So I'm trying to beat him to it, because if he, if he ever does that, it's going to... I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't on his album when he drops that shit, but, like, you know, I've been trying to recreate that shit for at least four years now. <laughs> yeah. Dang, yeah. so this hard. So hard, bro. This shit is crazy. We got young blood. <laughs> and I think they snuck Andre in the back on him. That sound like I know it's not him, but it sound like him. He probably coached him on it for sure. Yeah, for sure. But homeboy, homeboy, and young blood is Andre's cousin though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so man, there we go. Man, Atlanta, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, everybody, everybody. Fucking yeah, big boy. Wrecked that verse. He crashed that verse, bro. Fucking outcast features are unfair though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they Every are. They are. Man, I wish we held. I mean, we do, but we don't, and that's what's crazy to me. Like how we got royalty down here, but yeah. we, like we not we don't hold them at the same like stature as that as we do like a Jay Z. Yeah, and niggas been rapping longer than Jay Z. I think they don't know what to. I'm gonna be careful saying this, but I don't think they really know what to do with it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, like we we definitely fuck with these artists, like the the legends. You know what I'm saying? Houston got um, a lot of legends. Dallas got a lot of legends. Texas in general. Uh, Beyonce. I think, I think something that yeah, Beyonce. I think she's way out of orbit for us right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I different think, planet. But I wish, um, I wish like we could reach out to like a. I wish Pimp C was still alive. Absolutely. Facts. You know what I mean? Because if Pimp was alive, I think he was tapped in. Like, I don't care if, you're, if your opinion is hard as long as it's genuine. That yeah, if it's you, it's you. You know what I mean? I wish Devin the Dude was active. You know Love what I mean? Devin. I wish he was active and, mm. and, and reaching back. Because if Devin, if they, De Devin is right there for three stacks. Man. Lyrically, to People me. People don't know that. He's People a, don't he, know that. I, what I call him is the Southern Slick Rick because yeah. he's an ultimate storyteller. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's, yeah. that's, but, and he's just so smooth. Like, yeah. He could tell me anything, and it'd be sound like good news to me. Yeah, because he's so he's he's butter on there. Bro, that bro. that that doobie ashtray song is that's, <laughs> that's my shit for yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like every time and anything, I felt the pain in that nigga voice. Yeah, like it's like somebody going in the ashtray smoking my last little yeah. piece of cigarette. Yeah, but yeah, you know sure. how heartbroken I be. That's yeah. my last little piece. I mean, a cigarette. You. I feel like if I can't make a mu if I can't make make music like that, then I don't even want to put it out. Like, that's a fact. That's where I'm at with it. Like now in in 2020, to if yeah, if it, if it ain't like mm. that, if it ain't yeah, if it don't make you think about feel something, take you back to somewhere. Like if it's a now moment type like that, we were talking about Drake's Tootsie Tootsie Roll song. <sighs> yeah, I mean it's Drake. And it's gonna work because it's Drake. But like, if we could be honest, Drake fans, that's Gone not in a year. That's not it. Gone in a year. You know what I'm saying? What about Kiki? Do you look gone in a year? Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's smart though because you capitalize on the moment. Like, like. Oh, he, yeah, he's very smart. He lives in he lives in a moment. You know what I mean? And and uh, legend. Straight up, straight up, and I ain't even no debating, but you know, um, it's hard. You're gonna be scrutinized no matter what you do nowadays. Yeah, Absolutely, you're gonna be scrutinized. We want something classic, and then we're like, Yeah, it didn't go, it didn't sell. And then when, when you get something that sells, like, but it's not classic, yeah, you know what I mean. So, I don't even look at numbers no more, yeah. No. I, I'm just like, Do I like the album or not, right? I kind of hate to bring this up, but I kind of have to because it's a part of our childhood. Well, you know, mm -hmm. the whole jigging movement. Did y'all, did y'all, did y'all catch? Yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah, saying we was at, no. We was in Gr I was in Gremlin at the peak, right? I was in Gremlin, bro, with the um, 
bum, 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 bum. All that shit. You talk, are you talking about like I'm talking Dallas. about when we was in high school. How old are you? I'm 30. Okay. Oh, we, yeah, we we're, we're all the same age. I'm uh-huh. 28. But anyways, uh-huh. I'm talking when we were still in high school in the parking lot. Jig. He's talking about like uh, the KB Zone. Did y'all see that picture of KB Zone? Young Nation. talking about the, when they. Yeah. All yeah. That shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, bro. You know, it's funny. My first video ever on MySpace, I was dancing in MySpace. Park. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. That's Jesus. crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah. Let me, let me really fuck your head up if I say <laughs> Zanga. Yeah, it's like, Ooh. Yeah. Black Planet. Black Planet. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know what I'm saying? All that shit, man. I remember all that. I, I remember Zanga was the shit. You you didn't have no music. You Definitely. didn't have shit. You write a paragraph and you got a profile picture. God, that website was What's so ugly. Up? Yeah, it was, but it was the realest connections yeah, too. Because yeah, yeah. now motherfucker throw up a video with their titties out and you like, yo, Can you, I'm following you. you right. Could you imagine followers. the the MySpace uh-huh. landscape today, like having top eights and shit? Like, I'm boy. not your top eight. Because, bruh, boy. that used to be a thing. Especially uh-huh. now, them sensitive ass motherfuckers boy, today. Yeah. Boy, Ooh. well, you'll know when the hits was coming because Drake will throw motherfucking some unknown rapper number one immediately. You like, oh, something about to happen. Yeah, yep. something about to happen. But no, um, um, I think I think it's good they did away with that because now you don't know. Now you don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's like, a fact. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going on. But no, um, yeah, man, uh, music music is 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 extremely beautiful, bro. Like, I, it's it's giving me a good feeling to talk about all this shit. You know what I mean? To, to discuss it music is uh yeah it's the it's the one thing i could for sure say that'll definitely bring everybody together because it ain't gonna be religion and it ain't gonna be government it's gonna <laughs> of be, course not that that's the opposite <laughs> yeah it's good that's definitely doing the opposite i feel like music that's one thing we all can agree on it's good or it's not good and keep it moving so yeah um Today, well, today i believe today they announced that kobe was going into the uh the hall of fame yeah with Two or three other people? Uh, Tim Duncan? Well, well, that's obvious. He's a Hall of Famer. But Wait, what you mean? I'm saying, two it was, other no, I'm saying, was it two Kobe? or three? It was, he announced like two or three other people other than oh. Kobe. Tim Duncan's already in the Hall of Fame. I didn't know that. No, I'm saying, like, I'm, that's automatic. Like, oh, he's not, going automatic. Yeah, that's automatic. Yeah. Like, no one's going to debate that. I think it was Kobe, Garnett, and. Yeah, it was Garnett. It was somebody else I saw. It was Kobe Garnett. And I thought it was Tim. I thought it was Tim too, but I don't. I don't. It might be Tim, bro, because because Tim ain't. I don't think Tim went that fast. Uh, well, this is fast for all three of them. Yeah, but now. yeah, you're, you're eligible. I think in the NBA after like three or two seasons after you're retired. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Tim. It's not like the NFL. We had to wait seven years, bro. Before Tim, Tim was that boy. Mm-hmm. Tim yeah, taught us taught us what consi- I think Tim Tim is probably a four like y'all, bro, because he stayed in San Antonio the whole way. I'm finna find out right now. That boy bought the same pants for 20 years. <laughs> he did, <laughs> and I, man, no and swag. So motherfucking efficient. No, the most efficient player of all time. Of let's all just, time. Let's just yeah, drop it's, that. it's Kobe, Tim, and, and Kevin. Oh, the, they all those are all automatic oh, though. Yeah, 100 percent automatic. Yeah, they, yo, they, Tim Duncan is a seven. He's a seven. From what this chart says, yeah, cerebral. Do good, do evil. Hey, what is Dirk, bro? I need to know what Dirk is. Dirk, Dirk. What is Dirk? Yeah, you find it out. I don't. I don't. Let me see. Let me see. He's Hall of Fame for sure. If they don't, they better he not. Got, even, yeah, he he better be, be first ballot. I don't. If, when is he eligible? Throw that man in there. It's my yeah. guy forever. Yeah, Dirk, Dirk, it did so much for Dallas, bro. I don't think he even knew he was doing it until it was over. I don't think he knew. I don't think he was even paying attention. I think he was just focused and locked He's in. He's so man. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm almost scared to see what Luca's going to do, though. Because that guy's, that guy's is a dangerous. He was going off this year, too. I'm hope, I, don't, I hope they don't cancel it because yeah. I want to see the rest. Yeah, he's a, he's a dangerous thing. Man. Dirk's birthday on June 19th, 1978. <sighs> what does that make him? Uh, he's not a gym, is he? Yep. I think he's a Gemini. That's weird. He don't give me Gemini. Maybe it's on. The, maybe it's all on the court. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's all on the court. But Dirk's a different kind of person, though. That's yeah. A, yeah. Imagine you don't think Dirk is a Gemini, and he lighting your ass up, talking crazy to you, fade away in German, <laughs> right? And you ain't shit. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. What did I say? June what? June nineteenth. Nineteenth. Um, yeah. Uh, what was what was the year? Nineteen seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. I know you know, Don. <laughs> 1978. Hey, he's a five. Oh, man. The flexible five. The yeah. Lightpad five loves to have he's variety in life, anything new and exciting, whether it's traveling to a place you've never been. What's what he did. Any new people. You <laughs> yep. are always looking for that next experience and adventure. The war cry of the uh, Lightpad five is freedom. You know what fives do? Fives and mirror. So they mirror you, and, and, and they mirror exactly what you are, and then they elevate it. So when you're thinking about the uh, fives out here in Dallas, you got Raw Elements. You got Dance Daily. You got uh, – who shot my video? My video I'm finna drop. But you got Raw Elements. You got Dance Daily. You got Devin Kennedy. They are all, like, the, some of the greatest collaborators in Dallas because what they do is you go to them with your idea, and they just mirror your idea, and they take out all the um, imperfections. Mm. You know, Raw Elements has put more niggas on in Dallas um, than fucking, like, I don't know. more. I, I'd say he put more niggas on in Dallas than Central Track. Mm. If, you, if, if, I, if I was to be real, like, giving niggas more opportunities in Central Track, more, more rappers, more models, more... You know what I mean for for what he does. He's, that's just you know, in my opinion, I think. Who, who, who'd you say? Dance, Dance Daily. Does oh this, yeah, he does. did the. Didn't he do the uh, the video? He's giving people. He's giving people a face. Tay Money, um, Flex and Fab. Um, is it Flex and Fab? I think it is. But, a, but he did the video a couple years back where. They said Yachty stole his idea for yeah. it, right? Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the on the map with... Um, yes. Yeah. I live in North Dakota. Yeah. yeah. With, with all of them, with Yak. And Yak shout out to Yak. Oh, uh, yeah. That shit know. was a little vibe. It, yeah, was, it was, bro. But yeah. the thing, the thing and, and, you know, they was they was in that Arlington area, but mm -hmm. Dance is just... He's just an innovator, bro. Yeah. Bro is an innovator. When you see when people see the video that we did for the single off the new project called Today, they're gonna trip out because it's almost like it's like what the fuck am I looking at? This is not normal. You right. know what I mean? You almost feel like before you realize it's a, it's a fucking video, you've watched half of it. You know, so excited we're gonna drop that on the tenth. Oh, that's fire. You know, so it's gonna be dope, bro. Drop a bomb for my man. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I'm trying to think, like, all right. So like all the we, we we talked some serious talk, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying uh -huh. to I'm trying to get a little perspective out here because I've noticed some things on the Twitter sphere. You know what I'm saying? I've noticed that these barbers <laughs> these barbers are out here uh -oh. charging seventy dollars a cut. You know. My uh -huh. man's called me and told me that straight up. 
Like his barber trying to charge him seventy dollars. Um, I you know that's wild, bro. I see. I'm trying to grow my hair out too. I'm trying to get you at one day. Yeah. So it's I'm coming. not necessarily worried about getting a haircut right now. Yeah. But I feel for I feel for both parties. But really and truly, I feel for the customer in this one. I'm saying I, I I peep your perspective. I like I like your perspective. Um, what I would say is um, look at it like Uber Eats. Like you gonna order your food right, mm-hmm. but then you gotta you gotta pay to get them to deliver it. You know what I mean? So, That's true. So if we talking about a haircut, right? For all the barbers out there, shout out to Sip. Shout out to uh, to Fuego. Uh, shout out to them boys. If we if we talking about barbering, all right. So right now, I remember when haircuts were like fifteen dollars, but yeah. now they're like twenty five, thirty. Twenty five, yeah. Motherfuckers are like, I'm cutting your hair, and then I'm doing a razor line, and then I'm shaving you, and then I'm making sure you ain't got no bumps and all that. Shit. All that to come back next week, but <laughs> facts, uh, you know. But facts. I think I think with um with the barbering thing, if you're going ahead and saying twenty five, and then we talking travel, right? They they're charging you for everything, you know what I mean. This is this is um, really showing people how to negotiate. So if you have a craft, if you do something very very well, you know what I'm saying, and somebody is in need of it, then I mean pay for it because you got 25, then you got 10 for the travel, then you oh well I got gas. I'm paying. I'm I'm charging you 10 to travel, mm-hmm. but it's not for gas. It's because I'm traveling. Right. Period. Right. So I'm at 10. We at 35, right? Then gas. Okay, I need $5. So we have 40, right? So now I've, I got to risk my life because somebody in your house may have uh, had a... Had <laughs> the, the, a, the, had the, a yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> somebody in your house might have had a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And if they got that, then I got to... I want to charge you 100 but I got to charge you at least $30 <laughs> if, if you got the thing. You know what I'm saying? You got the... You know what I mean? That's crazy because, I mean... I understand that too. I do, but uh, these niggas not finna give me a seventy dollars haircut. No, no they finna you know, give you the regular. They finna give you a twenty five dollar haircut for seventy dollars. That's the whole thing. And Don, last time we came here, I noticed you had just got a nice. Yeah. Didn't you just get a fade? Yeah, I did. Did you mm-hmm. go to the shop or you went to his house? No, he's cutting at the house. Yeah. Okay, but see, that's another thing. Josh would never overcharge me. Josh and him, <laughs> yeah. known each other love. since like junior high. A lot of love. My barber been fucking with me for like two, three years. I mean, I'm not expecting him to overcharge. He might, but I ain't going to hit him up either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna find out because I don't want to hate my mans forever. Yeah. Like, nigga, you should have charged me $80,000 for a haircut. Yeah, let me tell <laughs> nigga, you. I invited you at my house, nigga. We drank together. We smoked together. What are we doing? This is business, baby. Uh, well, the, well, the beauty in it all is you can't pass the blunt now in 2020, so. That is the You can't even pass that thing, so. Shit, he get, But you know he getting his money back, so he can't hit your blunt, so shit. He getting his bread back. But I'm going to tell you something funny, bro. This is, this is real, real crazy. I don't think. I think their intention was to get us to go inside, and that's cool. I'm with it. Right. I go in the house. You gonna what? I don't have to go to work. Cool. And then I work for a company that I will not name because I don't want to be terminated. But I work for a company that's paying me while I'm home. Right? You, de- you definitely named them earlier. Though. Uh, I did. All <laughs> yeah. here. I hope was it, not. We, was we was recording? We recording? I don't think we. Were I don't recording. think we were recording. Yeah. But if okay. we were, if okay. we were, go okay. back and bleep it out. Yeah, we'll bleep it out. <laughs> I'll <laughs> check for you. Don't worry. But surely. But like I say all that to say. Um, um, Damn, I just got nervous. I'm unnerved. <laughs> I'm unnerved. Um, I work for a company that's uh, paying me. To stay. We'll stay home. Cool. But 
I don't think they realize what they did because they're telling us to all go in the house. Right. Because the corona is outside, mm-hmm. right? But how do we know when the corona is not outside? Because once a disease or not disease, once a virus kicks in, it's kind of like here forever. It's like always here. It's always a part of the world. I've always right? said that. I said that. So you want us to go in the house. Niggas look at me like a conspiracy uh-huh. theorist. Right. So now are you going to charge me $75 forever? Do we have to stay in the house forever? Because you, you're, there's never going to be a time where in the world there's 0% coronavirus. No, that's a wrap. It's, it's over. So, so y'all are getting us to go to these extremes. You're changing the world. Like, are you, are you trying to make it like it is um, in other places? Are we trying to go back to the fucking twenties and the and the thirties? You know what I mean with this shit. I feel like my dad feels like it ain't nothing like an old black man with his I hate the white man mentality. Yeah. They feel like this shit. They trying to usher in martial law slowly though. Yeah. But for what? We didn't do nothing. Yeah, nobody did nothing. Yeah, we didn't do shit. We didn't no. do nothing. Why are you punishing us? Like, yo, let's talk about because this. Because it's America. Yo, but Dalton, that's like your dad said. Like, your dad said, when I get home, I will whoop your ass. You're like, dad, I didn't even leave for school yet. Nothing. I didn't get in trouble yet. He was yeah. like, this is just because I know you will. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'll whoop your ass because I have a feeling you go, you go do something wrong. Well, we, Bad example. Okay, I would smack my dad. I yeah. mean, you would, yes. But well. me personally, I'll just got to take no, daddy, no. Well, you know, when I when I th- when I think about all this shit, I'm wondering yeah. to myself. I'm wondering like, it's got to be something else. I know. I and, and you know what the 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 medical people. You know, I love I love all y'all. Y'all risk y'all's lives every day. Um, coronavirus is not the first thing. That y'all have had to put a mask on to go in a room oh, yeah. and help somebody. For so sure. kudos to all them, you know, in a major way. But um, I don't think that this is the only, I don't think that it's just a virus. I think it's something else going on, you know what I mean, in the world. And I, I think, you know, when you get to thinking too hard, you're like, okay, so um, Trump doesn't want um, Hispanics um, that are illegal or quote unquote whatever he doesn't want them in, in America so are you trying to take away the whole idea of land of the free um, mm. have you got have you have you made somebody upset overseas that doesn't want to kill everybody but wants to put a disease or, or a virus in the air that make everybody go in the house you know what I mean like because I saw some um, some shit it was a video and it was um and it actually has been on Netflix for like two years, bro. And um, this lady um, from Korea was. Oh, was that Korea? The TV yeah. show, right? Yeah. yeah, the TV show. And she mm. was, bro, she was saying um, like it was a mutant. Coronavirus was a mutant virus. And it turns morality, the moral, mortality rate from 20% to 90%. Mm. Like it's, it's something that they've tweaked. So for that to even be on, for that to be accessible anywhere, for us to be able to fucking find it right now and then you guys take it down off netflix like and it's been up for two years and now coronavirus you know what i mean like there's so many ways you can think about it you want us to stay in the house right let's when your mom wants you to stay in your room and she locks you up in your room when you're a child and she tells you you can't go outside because you did whatever whatever what the fuck are you waiting for you're waiting for her to come in and say when you can go outside right so we're watching we're looking at the tv bro and we're waiting for them to tell us when everything is okay and every day they're telling us more people are dead (laughs) they're not telling us nothing is getting better they just keep telling us more people are dead another another thing that um struck me as strange is that bill gates stepped down from microsoft 
to to help develop something for the virus or whatever with his um his philanthropy philanthropy work or whatever. But oh, he was wow. he was he's been on record saying that. Well, no, he not him himself, but someone reported on a documentary that Bill was a part of, basically saying like. We know the the coronavirus. the The next thing that's going to happen to the world is going to be a pandemic. Yeah, he did say and that shit, they went and tested the pandemic shit out, and they was like, "Okay, this shit is just got real because we're going to lose like 500 million people." And um, he stepped down from Microsoft to work on combating that rate, like you were talking about. The so there's definitely like the big big players in the world. I feel like these niggas know everything. Yeah, they As know. Usual. They yeah. can't tell us the shit right now because they know the 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 rates of guns have the 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 uh, people are buying guns at a more faster rate right now. You tell a nigga the fastest rate, fastest yeah. rate. You tell a nigga, hey, um, oh shit, it's my cousin. Yo, what's up, cuz? Hey, shit, just trying to see what you up to. I'm doing the podcast right now live. Can I give you a call? Oh shit. You're okay. You're oh, fine. My bad, my bad. You're good. Are you in town? Uh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I'll call you after this. All right. All right. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> niggas selling guns at a faster rate. They, you know what I'm saying? Like you tell a nigga with with an arsenal that they can't do something. They coming outside to do it. Bro, I was working at Verizon. I no longer work there, so it doesn't matter <laughs> if I say it. Right. I was working at Verizon um, a couple of years ago. And a guy walks in, my manager is Hispanic, right? So he walks in and um, we're not helping him, I guess, the way that he wants to be helped. And he was like, in 2020, this is like a veteran. He's like, in 2020, you're going to be living underground. You might want to be living underground. He said, because it's going to get bad for you. And it's going to be bad. And he looks at me, he's like, it's going to get bad for you too, but not as bad as it's going to be for him. Hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you, you know, it, like when people are prophetic, I, I listen. You know, and when I say prophetic, that's going ahead and giving him the um, the the light, saying that he knows what he's talking about. But I think you can you can learn something from anybody. You can learn something from somebody sitting outside a gas station asking for dollars, right? Mm -hmm. If they if they choose to share that with you. But this guy says um, it's going to get really bad in 2020. He said um, it's going to be an, it's going to be like World War Three. He's just going to get ready for that. And then he says, look up woodworm or something, worm, warm worm or some shit in the Bible called warm worm. And I never did because I was like, I'm, I was almost nervous too. I can't remember that, what it was called, but it was some, it was some fucked up shit, bro. I kind of glanced over it and then I let it go. But I just feel like it's something else going on. And I feel like, um, what we what you can't have, um, and I don't know if this was in the Bible. Don't you know? I don't know if this was in the Bible. I don't know if where it was, but I heard this before some somewhere in life. They said a proud man is not a good thing. Like to be an extremely proud man, and um, I, although, and I might get hung for this, but I almost I I I do think Trump being financially as financially uh, educated as he is, he's doing something right. Like, as far as on the finance side, shit, we might be setting up to reset the whole economy, which would be beautiful and, and open up bread for people. But um, I think he's a proud man. And I've, and I've seen people ask him questions where they want a, genu a genuine answer. <laughs> and he's just like, kind of like, he's not willing to, 
I think there's a, there's a difference. You got people who are, when you're asked a question, they don't know, they're willing to say, I don't know. And then you got people who get so upset because they don't know and they feel like you're making them feel stupid. Mm. That's they him. They write you off and that's him. And I don't think he's a bad person. I just think he, that he's so used to being in power that he doesn't want to feel less than to anybody. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm paying all these people. I've hired all these workers. I've had money since fucking MTV Cribs was on fucking mm -hmm. network. I don't want um, to ever feel stupid. So when you ask me a question, I don't know the answer and I can't pass it off fast enough. Fuck you. That's his mindset. You know what I mean? That and makes when, a lot of sense. And, and I think he's bumping heads mm -hmm. with some of the dictators and rulers in the world that are like, you know, they're used to fucking uh, Bill Clinton and, and um, George Bush and Barack Obama going in there like, OK, let's sit down. I'm listening to you. You listening to me. But Trump is like, y'all got me fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And in his head, imagine somebody who's never, like, my, one of my favorite characters on a movie of all time is Bane on uh, on Batman. Mm. And he, told, he was talking, for anybody who's ever watched that shit, if you've watched that shit and you haven't tapped all the way into what the shit Bane was saying, if you thought he was surface level, clean your ears out and go listen again. Because he was tapping into Batman so deep, he was like, he was like let's not stand on ceremony. Mm. Victory has defeated you. He's like talking shit to this nigga so deep, bro. Yep. Like so deep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like he was like, "Oh, you think darkness is your ally when I was born in it? Mm. By the time I saw the light, I was already a man. The By then, was it was blinding. just blinding. Yeah. It wasn't nothing. So, like when he said, um, "Victory has defeated you," that's what I think of when I think of Trump, like having so much money and being so up. Like it's he Trump. AKA the the Golden State Warriors, y'all won so much when somebody punch you in the mouth, you don't even know how to react. Mm. You know what I mean? So I mean, I think I think that we could be dealing with something like that where he's just too proud to be like, all right, bro, you got the shit that you can put in the air that can kill all my people. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't want no fucking issues. Like I'm, I've just come to like shake your hand you know trump does this shit where like i've been watching him on tv talk about people's wives it's like bro why are you talking about this dude you think this man is the dictator of a country he controls the country people bow to him when he walks out in the streets and you're gonna you're gonna slick cap about his wife people don't even look at his wife yeah so you're gonna do that and you think that come on bro this motherfucker is gonna kill us bro they're gonna kill us bro they're gonna kill us I'm like, come on, shake back, bro. But I don't know what's going on. But I think it's deeper than I think it's deeper than what we know. You know what I mean? But I pray we come out of it, and I and I pray this. I want to give people this too. In this time, in this time, seek communication, seek conversation. Don't seek attention because attention is temporary. Seek seek communication so you can understand people and what a lot of something that's happened underlining uh with, with with people friends peers um if you feel like you and your friends are not understanding each other anymore it's because there's been weeks since you've seen each other right so you need to talk more mm. you need to talk and try to understand each other because at this point in time you're not connecting because sometimes you don't realize how much body language plays a part in you understanding somebody like so if body language if they're giving you a lot of body language and then they let you know they're okay when they text you send you a text message and say nah bro i'm not trying to come over there you don't know if they're saying nah bro i'm not trying to come over there that shit crazy or if yeah. they're saying no nah, i'm not trying to, i'm not coming over there right you don't you don't get it right 
You know what I mean? So please connect. That uh if rapping the if rapping the the, the director thing don't work mm-hmm. out, that yeah. philosophy thing you was gonna do, the oh, yeah. you yeah, cause you you know what I'm saying, I could definitely tell you on a different yeah, you know, I try to put it different in, thing, man. I'm trying to put it in film or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Build those characters that people can live with, you know what I mean? I wanna go back to that Bane shit because some of the shit that he was saying, it was very surface level for me. What mm-hmm. what how, okay, so Let's talk about the you know you know when Bane breaks Batman's back. Yeah, he's saying that you know like what you said the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, he said the I, victory defeated you, right? Yeah, and then he said when he broke his back, he said, "Oh, he said I wanted to see what would break first, your your body or your spirit." Mm. That's deep, bro. You got to think about shit like that. Like he's saying, I want to see what would break for like it's the just, art of war right there. The art of war. I've read that book a hundred times. Every time I get into it with somebody, I tell them like I just had like you see my hands taped up. I just had a physical altercation maybe two days ago, bro, um, and tore some shit up. And what I wanted to and I couldn't sleep the whole night. And my mom was asking me, uh, why can't you go to sleep? And I told her, do you know what war is? A lot of people don't know what war is, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't know what war is, but I'll tap y'all in right now if you're listening. This is a jewel, right? Okay, so when you watch basketball, it's war. When you watch football, it's war. That's why these guys are so intense. Soccer, Mm -hmm. it's war. But the difference between those things in real life is they have a buzzer. So after a certain amount of time, they say, man, LeBron James and them, they won. The fucking Los Angeles Lakers won. The Clippers won. Kawhi Leonard is the champion. In life, there is no buzzer. Buzzer is death. Buzzer is whoever is taken out. If you ever read 48 Laws of Power, they say, hey, go all the way to the end. Annihilate your opponent completely because if not, you leave room for them to recover and retaliate. And retaliation is a motherfucker because it never ends. That goes for that's in, that's on a deep that's on a deep level. That's retaliation in uh, argument, retaliation in a physical fight, retaliation in a relationship. If your girlfriend cheat on you, break up with her. If your if your if your boyfriend cheat on you, baby, break up with him, because the the spirit is gonna say retaliate. Yep. Mm. And then if it, the spirit says retaliate, and then you and you if you want to retaliate, go ahead, hit them hard. But that's the problem with y'all. Y'all hit them hard. You can't hit them hard. You gotta kill them because if you don't kill them, they're gonna hit you harder. <laughs> this nigga preaching. You know, it's yeah. deep. It's this is deep like this, that. This is the little quote. It's deep like revenge that. is a, a dish better served cold because. Mm, it's a. It never ends. It's just gonna keep going. It's a cycle, bro. I, I, you seen Kill Bill, right? Yeah. It's a circle, bro. Trust Tarantino, the goat. He's giving. He's giving you those messages and and beautiful minds like y'all. Y'all connect with shit like that when you watching some shit like that and you connect with it. Trust me, we this art shit we doing like this this music shit we doing. When I'm talking that shit, it's not for you to bob your head. It's for you to keep it in your spirit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like it's not for you to bob your head. When I make music, it's not for you to bob your head. It's not for that. Like I can do that, but it's not for you to bob your head. When you're talking about war, I told a girl, I said, this is this is a this is something that should go viral. I want everybody to hear this shit. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody. When you get in a relationship, this is what y'all forget because your attention span is short. Your attention span is short. That's why you, that's why little that's why y'all make Lil Pump, Gucci Gang, the number one song in the country. It's a good song, don't get me wrong, but it's short. Y'all love it. It's over. You listen to the whole song. But your attention span is short. Lengthen it a little bit. Pay attention to the details. When you're in a relationship with somebody, what do you forget quicker than anything? That it's me and you versus the world versus the problem in the midst of somewhere somewhere in that shit y'all turn that shit into me versus you and mm. me versus you is 
war. That's what it is. And then when we start going back and forth, eventually it's going to be over. The moment your partner tells you it's your fault, break up with them. It's over. Because the moment they tell you it's your fault and you can't and you can't recalibrate uh, their brain to get back on that same page of like, no, nah, like, OK, babe, I forgot to go get the milk. Come to the store with me. No, I'm not going. You always forget. OK, I don't need to be with you. Hmm. I don't need to be with you because what you're not seeing is if it's if it's you versus me, guess what? When you forget the milk, what am I going to do to you? You see what I'm saying? It's deep like that. You know what I'm saying? But to, to get to that Bane shit, Bane was tapped in, bro. He He's um, a, a, a villain. Um, he's so deep. Uh, when, when you're deep and you can connect with what someone says, you know what I mean? Uh, it does something for you. It moves you. He told the guy right before he was about to die on the plane. He said, don't worry, my brother. They're expecting someone in the rubbish. But don't panic. Fire rises. Mm. So it's deep because it's like, damn, this, pain, this plane is about to blow up. Mm -hmm. But when you say rise, it's like keywords, it's like a car salesman. When a car salesman says, a car salesman doesn't say, this is, a, this is a cool car. He says, this is amazing. This is fantastic. This is wow. It's how Steve Jobs sold Apple to everybody. Yeah. He sold it to people by saying, buzzwords. Man, um, you don't know what a fucking processor is you just know this one is better than the last one so now i gotta have this one you know it's a it's a mindset bro it's uh, you know this shit is deep i couldn't i couldn't uh explain it all in, in, so, in all so, of this. Uh, one more question about the batman thing uh-huh do you <laughs> yeah do you do you do you feel joker was a more joker worthy foe than bane was joker, or joker wanted see here's the here's the difference between those two bane wanted Bane had love for you because he was talking to you. Joker didn't have no love for you. Mm. He was talking to himself. Agent of Chaos. He was, yeah, he was, he was talking to himself. Bane was talking <clears throat> to you. Bane said, um, the guy says, you, you, uh, you owe, he said, where is Bane? And Bane says, speak of the devil and he shall appear. He's letting you know there's turmoil in your area. Joker would have just killed you. He just hmm. would have walked behind you and, sm and smashed you. He t he's telling you his story before he kills you. Hmm. It's selfish. Joker, Joker was different. Bane was like, um, I want to, I want you to understand that you lost yourself. That's what Bane, that's how Bane talks to people. He's, he, was, he was on some shit like, I want you to understand why I'm about to fucking kill you. Yeah, he liked the mental game. Yeah, it was <laughs> the mental game. Joker was like, um, uh, my dad cut my, my face like this, and he said, why so serious? Mm. Why? You know, right before he snaps your neck. He doesn't even give you an opportunity to respond. Mm. Batman is letting you fight back. Batman told, I mean, uh, Bane is letting you fight back. Bane told Batman, he said, you fight like a younger man with nothing held back. Mm -hmm. Although admirable, it's very foolish. <laughs> <laughs> now think about, think about these rappers. Think about these rappers. You fight like a young man with nothing held back. You give me a song every week. Yeah. Although I admire it, it's very foolish. Yeah. It's foolish. So it's deep like that, bro. You, know, <laughs> you know, it's very foolish. You give me a song every week, but now I know exactly what you do. I'm yeah. naming this out. This episode, of Dark Knight Rises, for yeah, sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's go. when the shit got real. Yeah, yeah. We need to pick a clip I'm out not, of this. No, I can't. I'm let, save this. Oh, they okay. don't need to hear this part. Okay, yeah. I'm plugging your do the beat battle. I'm gonna use that as a trailer. Yeah, so okay. that to it, but I want to save all these gems for the actual episode. I want to spoil any of that no, shit. That's a lot of light in there. Okay, so la last thing on the agenda, 
announce your album and everything, and then uh-huh. you announce your beat battle series. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get it. I'll get my shit out of the way. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, so I got inspired to put together these beat battles while we're on quarantine. Uh-huh. Uh, because of uh, you know everything that we've seen thus far, the Tim versus Swiss, the Hit Boy versus Boy Wonder, Manny Sky Storch, whatever, whatever. So I took it upon myself to just tap uh, a couple of producers that I I know, some I don't know, some I just listened to for the first time yesterday, mm-hmm. and I just asked them, "Yo, you want to be a part of this beat battle?" Every everybody I tap said yes. So that's how I know I got something special already. So basically. Um, We'll be doing it Thursday the 9th to Sunday the 12th. Uh, it's going to be, you know, two producers going head-to-head um, each night, 9 p.m., IG Live. The details will be dropping soon, but I just wanted to put a little bug in your ear just so we can build up some hype about it or whatnot. Um, I don't care if it's five people watching or if it's 40 people watching, as long as people are paying attention because our, our mission is – to connect, you know, creators with the with the with the people that are making the sounds because you got your favorite YouTuber or blogger who got a Drake song going up on their site just to keep things interesting, but there and you go back to it a week later, and their video's taken down because they don't own the rights to that Drake song. Mm. Where you could find a producer that lives, you know, two miles up the road from you, mm-hmm. who will sell you a beat for. Whatever, whatever, and that's yours, and you can create your content Mm -hmm. without worrying about getting it flagged. So this is a way for the artists and the and the curators of the world to like come see what Arlington, Dallas, Denton, Fort Worth, like the whole Metroplex is about, and uh, get some cool sounds. And it's it's a friendly competition as well. Of course, I'm trying to knock me a nigga head off, but I'm still gonna love them, love them after the fact. So, um. The Crowd Crowns Beat Battle Volume One, uh, uh-huh. sponsored by Subcon- or yeah, Subconscious Music, will be taking the uh, you know uh, full effect next week. So y'all you know or this week, sorry, this week. So yeah, y'all check that out. All right, don't sleep, man. Drop don't. that bomb for me too. Man. The name's coming soon too. Well, the names will already be out by the time the episode is out. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah. All right, so yeah, um, Willow man, you know what I'm saying. Uh, New project April 17th um, I pushed it back Too many times You know what I'm saying Last thing I put out Was Never Die A lot of people t- Connected with that But you know what I mean What we gotta do Is live for today Right So New project April 17th We gonna call it Slide You know what I mean For multiple reasons It's it's very short You know what I mean It's, it's not the longest Thing in the world But um, Hopefully um, You'll be fulfilled Which which I think you will Because that's, that's what we do We um, we take pride In making them Full records You know what I mean So Yeah Slide First single today Got um, Chloe Jabo- Chloe uh, Jobin On that shit My bad Excuse me Chloe Jobin From Austin, Texas Got The Tita From Austin, Texas Got Ricky Blue Got Eridon, um, um, my brothers, you know what I'm saying, on there. Dunny Domino uh, produced and engineered. Uh, got DJ Chase uh, from Gremlin. Um, massive Louisiana uh, DJ and producer on there um, on, on, a, on a big time record that we got called Elite. Uh, got the Lone Star, Lone Star Galaxy. Um, did records for a lot of special people. I mean, I don't even want to name drop because, I mean, 
you know, Eminem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of heat makers out there, you know, two train. You know, it's just a little bit of something, something. But no, uh, uh, great project, man, that, that we enjoy putting together. Um, I had to go in my mind a little bit for it, but it's, it's, it's going to be fun. And, and I hope everybody enjoys it. We got um, the video dropping on April 10th. Uh, Dance Daily shot. Um, the Kenny Reeves uh, written, um, directed by myself, uh, of course. And... Um, me and Devin Kennedy working on some shit. Me and Raw Elements working on some shit. Me and Ricky work. I got a lot of shit going, man. And um, uh, last but not least, uh, short film um, in September. I didn't. Um, I didn't say that, but short film completely directed, written by me. Um, I don't want to give y'all the title just yet. I'm still um, cool. letting it marinate. But yeah, <laughs> all that. Wow, seven big seven <clears throat> treacherous. That's what's up. I don't know if we get. I don't know if to end. Hey, if it's if your album's anything like uh, our conversation here today, uh-huh. then it's it's definitely gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna yeah. make you go think about some yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm definitely thinking right now. That's what I was put here to do. Just inspire thought, man. That's all I want to do, and um, make make it bigger than what it is. We, you know, Texas, big Texas shit forever. Texas forever for life. Big Texas cinnamon roll, baby. You dig? Um. I enjoy doing these podcasts, especially since technically we're not supposed to be doing these podcasts. Not this time. And we're not, not some not, ten not, people, not, brother. Not you know in yeah. a in a in a in in the office building. We're six feet away from each other. Well, me and this guy, all right. But yeah. y'all not even facing each other. Y'all. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> I'm, plus, I'm good. Yeah, I want to. Um, Jesus, I want to shout out to all the um, doctors, nurses, all the people that are keeping Kroger and Walmart and Walgreens open. Y'all are the real MVPs. Oh yeah. Um, it was a little, my sister's a nurse, my mom's a nurse, so you know what I'm saying? They coming back home healthy, so yes, um, God. that's God right there. Uh, shout out to all our friends that we haven't, I don't, have Have you talked to like everybody pretty yeah, much? Yeah, like I, I call them weekly. Okay, well, yeah, yeah I, try to, I try to stay in touch with everybody. Um, yeah. All my, all my women friends. Oh, shout out to Liz. She <laughs> sent me this cup. Uh, she went down to Mexico. It sent me friends. this. It sent me this cup. I enjoy it. This is the only cup I'm drinking out of now, and um, that's all I got. Shout out to all the women. Without without y'all, I'm nothing. You dig? That's all we need. It's great. Screw it's great. And for the playlist for this week, I'm gonna put all your music on there. Hey, respect, just so bro. You, just so they can listen to it before. Yeah. Because um, I did the same thing for him. So and I'll give you exclu- I'll give you, you know, one or two exclusives too from from the project from the seventeenth. So you can, you know, add them in there, you know what I'm saying, and, and give people something to listen to. Okay. Honey. There we go. There we have it. Cool. Well, until next time. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> Peace and chicken grease. Yeah. All that. <laughs> Thank y'all, man, for having me. Always. Sure. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.